The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the legend that is Pori Corkin joins us, horticulturist Keel Gardner, and all knowing. Already, my text line has come busted. But uh, welcome, Porik, and a happy new year. You want to talk about the prospect of frost. Frost this weekend, Ivan and Met Aaron are uh, forecasting a high pressure coming in on Friday. So frosty nights, Friday, Saturday and Sunday and into next week, we're into a cooler period. So night frosts are going to be a feature. And of course, with the very mild weather we've had right through the autumn, right through Christmas, many plants have actually kicked into growth. And I think they're going to be caught with this uh, frost now over the weekend. So, what so can my you advice. Do? Yeah. Well, my advice really to our gardeners is to protect tender plants. I mean, 90% of our garden plants will be perfectly fine and will tolerate frost. But we have some tender plants like camellias, which are beginning to flower, tree ferns and daphnes. I have a lovely daphne in my own garden at the moment. It has beautiful pink flowers that are scented. I'm going to be covering those with some garden fleas. So any tender plants go out over the next couple of days, cover them up for a couple Sorry, of days. So what's a garden fleece? Garden fleece is a very lightweight material, uh, Ivan. It's translucent, so it lets light through, it lets moisture through. But it's like putting a tea cosy over your plants. It protects them from heavy frost and it saves any young buds or any flower buds that are forming. Uh, it just protects and, them. And, and in you the can morning, leave... do you take it away again? No, no, you can actually leave it on for several days, up to several weeks if necessary. So during the cold period, once you put on the garden fleece on your plants and you've wrapped them up, leave them alone until we get back into milder weather. They'll still be able to produce energy. The light and the moisture will still get into them, but it just keeps that heavy uh, damage of frost off the plants. And indeed, if you've got some tender plants in your tunnels and greenhouses, again, my advice is to cover them with some garden fleece or put on some gentle heat at night time, maybe a little gas heater, just to keep the plants protected. What veg or flower seeds should we be planting right now? Well, the good news is that our homes are lovely and warm at the moment with the central heating on. And it's at this time of year to take advantage of those warm temperatures on your windowsills. I saw a lot of things like peppers, chilies, aubergines, tomatoes, for example. I'm sowing those at the moment. The way I sow them, Ivan, is in coffee cups. So the coffee cup that you get in your lo- local Starbucks or Costa, they make great little seed propagation units. You fill them with compost, you add some moisture, you sow the seeds and you put on the lid and you leave them for about 10 days for the seeds to germinate on the windowsill and you've got yourself some lovely vegetables and fruiting plants. Many of the flowering plants like begonias, geraniums, basilisies, sweet peas, they can all be sown at this time of year. So make use of your indoor windowsills, maybe close to a radiator. And uh, this is a great time of year. It's a busy time for gardeners, January, for the sowing of lots of flowering seeds and vegetable seeds, salads as well, and herbs. If you want some herbs for Easter, now is a really good time to start sowing the seeds of those indoors for planting up later on in the spring. Okay, Borg, let's get into the quick fire round. Uh, Hi, Evan, as a Wexford man, ask your gardener to suggest some new potato varieties that I can grow in pots on my patio this year. Something flowery, please. 
Well, I suppose Wexford is the home of the potato, isn't it, Ivan? British Queens is the one that I associate with Wexford. They're a second early variety. They're balls of flower, really good variety to, to grow. It, pop into your local garden centre at the moment because the new potatoes are available. And if you get the first early varieties, they're the varieties that are ready for harvesting, normally about the second or third week of June, if you grow them on your patio or in the garden soil. It's at this time of year that we sprout them. So when you buy them, simply put them into containers, put them in a bright, frost-free location and get the buds to start to initiate. The sprouts come on the tubers and we plant them out of doors anytime from about the first week of March. But British Queen, Red Duke of York, Maris Piper is the one that we use for the, the chips. And if you want a really good Irish variety, there's one called Irish Gold. I grew it last year myself. I can highly recommend it. Again, it's balls of flower. OK, I have lots of dahlia and begonia bulbs. Can I pot them up now in my greenhouse or is it a little early? What would be the optimal time? Yeah, it's a tad early at the moment, Ivan. I would leave them, they're dormant at the moment, again, with the frost around. I would leave them till mid-February is soon enough for dahlias and begonias. They are frost sensitive. If they go out of doors too early, they will be hammered. So keep them in the greenhouse. Pot them up about the middle of February and then plant them out of doors the first week of May from then on and they'll flower then right through to the end of the season. Mary asks, I want to grow my own tomatoes this summer. What types can I grow in pots on my patio? Something easy but delicious. Well, Mary could grow, could sow the seeds now, as I mentioned, on her windowsill. If you want something easy, there's a variety called red profusion, tomato red profusion. It, it does brilliantly in pots and containers. It only grows about 18 inches in height, but about two feet in diameter. And it literally, as the name suggests, red profusion, it produces a fantastic crop right through the season. There's another one I like called tumbler. As, again, as the name suggests, it tumbles out in the pots and containers. If you want something sweet for the children, there's a lovely tomato called Sweet Aperitif. And it's a beautiful red variety, a cherry tomato, but it's literally full of natural sugar. So any of those varieties. If you want a yellow tomato, maybe for something a bit different, there's one called Sun Baby. But all of those can be sown from seed indoors at this time of year and planted out then from May onwards. David Greystones asked, my garden is a mud patch at the moment and the grass has thinned out significantly since November, something akin to Ivan's thatch. Is it worth trying grass seed now, leave it until the spring, or is it better to do something more dramatic in terms of trying to get better drainage? Well, I think it's, uh, Dave, it would be best advised to, to really uh, address the drainage in the lawn. If it's that mucky at this time of year, I mean, we've had a lot of rain, but drainage is essential with a good quality lawn. So as we come into March, it's a good time to do some drainage in a lawn area. A herringbone drainage system is the best way for lawns. Add some pea gravel to the soil as well to help to improve the drainage and then re-sow the lawn at that time of year because a lawn is for life. So once it's once it's uh, if you you know it's important to do it right from the get go. So I think address the drainage issues and reseed then in May in in March. Uh, can Porrick recommend a tree or trees for the front garden that will grow quickly? Leaves come out early spring, but doesn't grow higher than around six meters. And also for our back garden, it's full of red ants that come out from April to September. They bite. Is there any way to get rid of the red ants? 
So these are flying ants, uh, uh, Ivan. They, uh, it, we generally see them during humid weather in the middle of the summer. They, they produce wings, and obviously that's during the mating season. And they can nip, definitely, and can be um, an irritant. But to be honest, we leave them alone. Ants, I, I'm not a big advocate of killing them off. They are beneficial, and, and they're part of our biodiversity and ecosystem. In relation to trees, we're coming into a busy time for planting trees. Soil conditions are very wet at the moment, I and so I would hold off any planting for another couple of weeks as we come into February, maybe early March. But in terms of trees that will grow up to about six metres, you've got a huge variety. Things like Betula jacquemontii, which is the Himalayan birch, makes a beautiful tree. Liquid amber, maple, this is a whole range of different maple varieties that would be suitable. Crab apples, which is one of our native Irish trees, they flower and produce fruit in the autumn. They would be lovely. My favourite tree in the spring is a tree called the snowy mespolis. It's amelanchia that not only comes into leaf early in the spring, but it also flowers in early, late March, early April. That would be a particularly nice tree to consider. But All pop right. into your local garden centre. There's a great choice available. The legend that is Porrick Horkin. Thank you indeed. I've loads more questions, but we've run out of time. A reminder that all our items, including the gardening item from today, are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by Go Loud. And my thanks, uh, just search for the Pat Kenny Show on that. My thanks to the entire team. Uh, the orchestra was led by the producer, Sue Murphy. Researchers, Jessica Woodlock, Laura Hannan and Jack MacDonald. The broadcast assistant was Anne-Marie Keane. And Cormac McDonough was our sound engineer. Stay tuned. Up next, Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. I'll talk to you tomorrow at nine.